Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the Welcome back, everybody. Cliff Ravenscraft here in the Next Level Studio. It feels so good to be back in this chair behind this microphone after spending five days in San Diego at the Social Media Marketing World Conference. I came home from California back here to Northern Kentucky just outside of Cincinnati, Ohio, where I live, and I spent about three days hanging out with the family, doing some stuff with my next-level mastermind groups, and then I left town and spent six days in solitude all by myself without any other human interaction whatsoever for six days in the Smoky Mountains in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Well, just outside of Gatlinburg anyway, in Sevierville. Anyway, it was an incredible experience. I went down there to do a writing retreat. I talked about that in the previous episode of this show where I didn't go down to write a book. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. (laughs) I'm sure a book will be at some point down the road, but I've got more important things on my mind uh, well before that any book gets written. But what I did was I went down with the, the idea that I would come away from six days in the mountains and I would have about six or eight different sessions or talks that I was going to give and deliver at the Free the Dream conference that's coming up on September 7th, 8th, and 9th in Franklin, Tennessee later this year. That's in 2018. You can go ahead and check out the sales page at freethedream.live. That's freethedream.live. So anyway, I thought that I would come away with like six or eight talks completely written out. I had already outlined several talks as far as like the topics and what are the key points that I was going to deliver for each of those topics. But when I got down there, I didn't realize what would happen. And that was that I, instead of going somewhat in depth on each of the six to eight talks that I might deliver at this conference, I went really deep on two talks. In fact, one of them wasn't even outlined ahead of time. And as I began to create what is currently being titled the formula for life transformation, Uh, or a formula for transforming your life. And when I began to outline this, as it was, it just kind of just came to me, if you will. I felt guided as I was writing out the outline. And it's the result of a lot of different material that I've consumed over the years. Some of it from a book called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. A lot of it influenced by materials that I've consumed from Tony Robbins, as you might imagine. Uh, Some of it just conversations that I've had with um, some of my greatest friends and business mentors, Dan Miller, Michael Hyatt, my great friend Ray Edwards, and also... Uh, just years of listening to podcast content and other books that I've read 
in the area of transforming your life. And as 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 new ideas came to me and recollection of things that I've heard other people share, what it all came down to was after I was finished and it took me about two and a half days for the for what will now be my opening keynote address for the Free the Dream conference. What what came out of it is I believe an inspired work based upon some of the best works of of personal development and and just mindset transformational kind of content. This this I believe is going to be one of the most no. I I know for a fact it will be the most powerful presentation slash talk that I will have ever delivered at least up until that point. This I I'm super excited to deliver that talk and in fact I'm already contemplating about how I can get a couple practice runs of this particular keynote information this presentation in fact there are some folks that are coming for my next level workshop that's coming up on April 6th and 7th and I'm hoping to see if I can wiggle the schedule around just a little bit to see if uh, I can squeeze in a first draft run in front of a live audience this information, this formula for life transformation, which I think is perfect for the Next Level Workshop. It's basically for those who are looking to start or grow their own business venture, people who have I uh, said, hey, you know what? I want to go out and create my own business where I can be seen as a go-to expert and uh, an influencer in a particular industry. I want to be that coach that people hire one-on-one and uh, who creates online courses that people download and purchase and share and say, gosh, you've got to have this. It's so powerful and, and valuable and, and people are consistently coming to you for your your group coaching programs and stuff like that. If that's what you desire to build for yourself, whether you have not yet started, which is probably the best thing, unfortunately, uh, a lot of you have already begun your content creation, if you will, and you've had a difficult time monetizing, if that's the case. Uh, I encourage you to come to the Next Level Workshop. You can learn more. It's over at nextlevelworkshop.live. Again, that's not .com, it's nextlevelworkshop.live. And uh, my, my next one's coming up here on April 6th and 7th. There's a few spots that are still available. I'm not promoting it heavily, and this is not really a a commercial for it, although I guess now that I'm mentioning it, it, it is probably wetting the appetite of some of you who maybe wanted to get into one of these in the past. You were on the fence you didn't quite pull the trigger back then, but yeah, it's coming up. I think it's just in a couple weeks here. So it's, I'm recording this on Monday, March 19th, and it's coming up on April 6th and 7th. Uh, it, basically, here's the deal. If you want to start or grow your business in this area of being an influencer, a consultant, or a coach, and you are not yet consistently making a minimum of $10,000 per month, consistently, then you must take this workshop. You must come here. Let me help you have the transformation you need to succeed and build a responsible and profitable online business. Full-on marketing message right there. Nextlevelworkshop.live. All right. 
So, um, anyway, so I have, so yeah, I'm looking forward to, if, if you come out April 6th and 7th, you're going to get potentially, and, and I'm sure that those who have already signed up, I know that they're going to definitely want this opportunity if I can squeeze it in, but I, I'm going to do a, I have to share this formula. It's it's a it's one of those things that this has to be shared with the world. And the cool thing is, is it's never been available anywhere before. And of course, it'll be very refined and and ready to roll as my opening keynote for the Free the Dream conference in September. So if you're not able to make it to the next level workshop, uh, then definitely come out in September and see the the full blown well-oiled machine that is that keynote address and transform your life. So I, I, I got that one done. That's the opening keynote. It, it's fully fleshed out. I mean, it, it, obviously, it's in first draft mode, but still, we'll, we'll get that taken care of. And then I came up with another one, and it's, I know this sounds familiar. It, it is a talk, talk that is titled How to Achieve Any Goal that you desire to set for yourself or how to how to how to set and no not how to set how to achieve any goal or dream that you remain committed to and i know that i've done a podcast episode on that and it started out with four step, steps and then uh, we talked about you know adding a fifth step that was just a few episodes ago and of course i used that as a basis for the outline for that talk but i spent an entire day and a half just on that talk and it is a whole lot more than five steps there's it, it's it's not a whole lot of additional steps but a lot of additional insight that kind, again kind of came to me based upon a lot of the personal growth and development time that i've had alone lately and so yeah it was it was an incredible experience I, if you've never gone away just to be by yourself i've i've heard about these people who are authors and you know and stuff like that they go away for these writing retreats my friend chrissy meyer went to scotland uh to go to a writing retreat up in the highlands of scotland and i was so jealous and i it just got me to thinking it's like okay i'm probably not going to go to the highlands of scotland for my own writing retreat, and I'm not going to write a book like most people would do on a writing retreat, but you know what? I have access to the mountains, and I have access to a house on a lake down in in Sevierville, just outside of uh, Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg, and why don't I just go do that? And I talked to Stephanie, and she's like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I said, are you sure? I mean, I'm just coming back from social media and marketing world. She goes, yeah, that's absolutely fine. I and and she was not just okay with it. She was very encouraging. And of course, a lot of that has to do with building in and investing in your relationship and and having that supportive wife or spouse that's that's she's on the team, if you will. She she's on board. And which by the way, I'm super excited about Stephanie's talk at the Free the Dream conference. She's gonna be sharing, I think it's uh Four, four or five stages, no, navigating the five stages of the entrepreneurial spouse, spousal journey, or it's, it's, it's the entrepreneurial married couple journey. Uh, and, and she's going to talk about how every spouse of an entrepreneur can contribute to a successful marriage and the success of their spouse's business by navigating 
these five stages, I believe is what it is. And they're incredible. And and I'm looking forward to Stephanie giving that talk. Anyway, that's all going to be in September. Free the dream dot live. But going away for that amount of time was incredibly awesome. Of course, I worked out every single day uh, while I was in California. I worked out every single day while I was in the Smoky Mountains. I've worked out in all the days that I traveled back and forth between all of those places. And, you know, just being, quote unquote, getting some amazing things accomplished, right? So one question that has been coming up quite frequently is, Cliff, wow, that is so incredible. I just have to ask you, how do you get all of that stuff done? I mean, I know that you're full time in this and and things like that, but it just, I look at the amount of stuff that you produce, your vlog, your live streams on Facebook, you never seem to fail to respond to my emails. I know you got this going on. You got that. You got the mastermind. You have the workshops. You got the conference coming up, and you're at the gym. It seems like you know twenty four seven. How do you get it all done? And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. And I just got to tell you, for the record, I've I hope that I've never given anyone this impression. But I'm just going to authentically share with you one true fact. I never get it all done. That that's it. <laughs> how do I get it? How do I how do I, Cliff Ravenscraft, get everything done? I don't. <laughs> so so that's my answer. Uh, how do I get it all done? I I don't. I there I'm always dropping something. There's always something that's getting dropped. When it comes to all of the things that that you know that are important, I mean there are so many things that are important in my life. Let me just talk to you about some of the things that are important in my life. My health is important, my wife is important, my relationship with my kids are important, my relationship with my mom and dad is important. Um, my friends are important, my personal mastermind group, I and those who are in my friends in my mastermind group uh, is important the the next level mastermind and the relationships that I'm I've built with these people the, that's important to me my workshops that I host and the relationships I've built with previous attendees those are important to me uh, every single person who listens to this podcast is important to me everybody who follows me and comments on anything that I do on Facebook Instagram Twitter they're important to me. Uh, recording this podcast, you know, on a consistent weekly basis, it's important to me. Creating vlog content consistently for my YouTube channel, it's important to me. Uh, My Facebook Live, going there, connecting with people live, that's important to me. Uh, My driving my car, my 1974 Volkswagen Beetle uh, named Abigail, it's important to me. There are so many things that are important to me. But guess what? There's in any given day or any given week and certainly in any given month, many of those things that I just talked about get put onto a quote-unquote back burner. They just do. Sometimes, I, I, I hesitate to use the word they get neglected but, I mean, I, I, I think that sounds like a pretty powerful word, but it's certainly the, the things, some of those things don't get my full commitment. They're not the most important thing to me at, that, at, at some point in time. 
Now, what I want to share with you is that I do get a lot of stuff done. And I want to share with you four affirmations that I go through every single day. Now, of course, if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that I have what I call my truth and identity file. This is where I turn to every single day, well, most days, guess what? <laughs> do I always get it done? No, there are sometimes I'm like, oh, come on, do I have to listen to this again or do I have to read these again? And there are sometimes I quote unquote skip it, even though it's my desire to go through my affirmations every single day. It's not always the most important thing to me in on a given day. And so if I look at, let's just say we're 19 days into March, um, matter of fact, I, I don't have to just guess. I can I use my Habit Share app, which I've talked about in a previous episode. You can go and find this, by the way, over at habitshareapp.com. And I'm looking, we're, we're 19 days into the month of March, and I can see four days uh, on Saturday the 3rd, Friday the 9th, Saturday the 10th, and Thursday the 15th. Those four days, this month, March 2018, I did not do my daily affirmations. Every other day, I've done them, so four out of the past 19 days, I skipped my daily affirmations. Now, my daily affirmations are getting longer and longer. I've been using that app I talked about, again, in a previous episode called Think up, you can just do a search for it. It's an iOS only app, I believe. And it's, it's just think up one word. And uh, the think up app allows me to write, type in my affirmations, and then I can record in my own voice and I can play it back. Uh, and it'll either do them in the order that I have them listed, in which I can rearrange that order, or I could have it randomly select, you know, it, it basically shuffle my affirmations, if you will. And if I listen to it from beginning to end, when I first started using the Think Up app, I think it was like around 12 or 13 minutes. Right now, if I click play and let it play all the way through all of the affirmations that I currently have recorded, I think I'm right around a 25-minute session. And I fully anticipate that that's going to grow all the way up to an hour because I'm always adding more and more affirmations. These are things that I have been faced with as truths, and then I'm like, okay, do I really believe what what this statement says? And if I believe this statement, and I don't have any doubt, I'm not going to put anything in my affirmation about something that I'm going to say it until I believe it's true, or I'm going to believe it until I see it. No, these are things that I've tested based upon what I have personally experienced, what I see over and over again. These are things that are, in my mind, I'm absolutely convinced of. That's when it becomes an affirmation, and it's something that I, I want to repeatedly condition my mind to consistently be thinking of. And that's these affirmations are so important to me. And when it comes to the things that I do, the things that I want to accomplish... When it comes to my time each day and how do I commit that time to the things that are important to me, there are more than four affirmations 
in my affirmation file related to that, but today I'm going to share four affirmations with you. In fact, you can write these affirmations down, and that's a great thing about a podcast app. You should be able to either go click a little button and it'll go back seven seconds or 15 seconds or 30 seconds, and you can hear these over and over again. But I'm gonna share with you four affirmations that I have related to how I accomplish what I accomplish at any given moment in time. And I might throw in a fifth if I decide to at the end. In fact, actually, you know what? I'm gonna hit pause on this recording and I'm going to add the fifth into my notes and I'm gonna give you five. I'm changing it right here on the fly. I'm gonna give you five. All right, I am back and I am now ready to deliver to you five affirmations. And all five of these, uh, they're powerful. I, I hope that you come away from this podcast episode experiencing the power behind the truth in these statements. So let me just share with you statement number one, affirmation number one, and I'm just changing this to five affirmations. Number one is, I always have plenty of time for all of the things I'm truly committed to. All right, so there are some caveats here. First of all, some of you who have listened to my show for quite some time, you've heard me share a lot of affirmations in the past, and you've probably heard, felt like you've heard this one before, but I promise you this one is new, although I may have recently mentioned it because I heard Ray quote me on this in his one of his recent uh, shows on the Ray Edwards show. Um, but the, the one that I've shared before that I know that I've shared in the podcast is I always have plenty of money for all the things I truly want. That's powerful in and of itself. And I do absolutely believe that to be true, not just for me, but for you as well. But that's not the subject of this week's show. All right. So this, this one here is very similar. I always have plenty of time instead of money, I always have plenty of time for all of the things that I'm truly committed to. Now, the qualifier here are the things that I'm truly committed to, all right? Now, the question is, how how do I know this is true? Well, the thing is, is because um, the things that I'm truly committed to right now is my uh, physical fitness and health, which I will give you an update on that, hopefully here in this episode. Um, and and so I've spent practically every single day. I you know I made this commitment a long time ago. I'm going to work out six days a week every week for the rest of my life, and I've maintained that commitment except for well since February of this year. And in fact, I'm going to go to my Habit Share app. But again, you can find this. It's a free app on Android and iOS. But I'm going to go to uh, work out six days a week, and I'm going to tell you that in February, I worked out 28 of 28 days, did not take a single day off, and in March, uh, since the beginning of this month, I have worked out all but two days. I've taken two days off this month, and those will probably be the only two days I take off in the month of March 2018. I've thought about changing this routine, this commitment, if you will, in the Habit Share app to work out seven days a week, every week for the rest of my life. But I've chosen to leave it at six days a week for unknown reasons at this point. But anyway, I, I am, I'm working out consistently at the gym. And the thing is, is my commitment when I made that was for minimum of 45 minutes a day. And I got to tell you, 
I am at the gym working out for a minimum of an hour. And most of the days over the last six weeks, I've been at the gym for anywhere between 90 minutes to two and a half hours at the gym doing high intensity interval training, cardio aerobic focused exercise. And I have been burning body fat like crazy. And in fact, you know, I'll just go ahead and share this with you. This morning when I woke up, I hit a milestone for myself and I weighed in at 200 pounds, which was a goal of mine. I was hoping to have hit that right on the Thursday when I actually sat down to dinner with my friends at the in the Green Room Mastermind uh, at, at, at the end of the Social Media Marketing World Conference. I got really close. I think when I sat down at the table that day, I think I weighed in at 204 pounds that morning. So I didn't quite hit the goal right by then. It took me another two weeks before getting to where I did today, weighing in at 200 pounds. That means that uh, since I started in December, I was I had gone all the way back up to 232 pounds. And I'm like, okay, wait a second. This is not right. I'm working out consistently, but I'm gaining weight. And I know exactly why. Uh, my eating has gotten... Uh, okay, not a little out of control. My eating had gotten way out of control. I had gone back to eating a bunch of junk food, a, a lot of deep fried greasy food. I'd stopped counting my calories. And so sometimes my meals might be, instead of having a, a nice 500 to 650 calorie meal, I might actually end up having a 1200 to 1800 calorie meal, sometimes in excess of that uh, if I add dessert. And sometimes that would be like on top of a, you know, 800 or 900 calorie lunch after, you know, a, let's just say 460 calorie breakfast. So (laughs) I know why my weight was going back up and I'm like, okay, something's got to be done about this. And that's when I started using the Habit Share app. And ever since I've been using the Habit Share app and have been truly committed not see the thing is I truly committed to the gym, but I also truly committed to saying I'm going to stop eating the sugary snacks, which if you've been listening for a while, you know that I proclaimed in January on this podcast that for the rest of my life, I will never eat sugary snacks ever again. That includes ice cream, uh, birthday cake, uh, cinnamon buns from Cinnabon, uh, all of that sugary stuff, you know, Twix, candy bars, uh, Kit Kats, all that stuff. None of that ever again for me. I am off the sugar for life. And I've maintained that commitment. I've not had, I have not consumed sugar uh, since, well, in this year of 2018. And I, and I will not. And so I've been committed to this goal of getting back down under 200 pounds, and I said that once I get under 200, I'm never going over 200 again. And so this morning, I'm like, I did it. But how did I get there? Well, I was truly committed. And how? what did I do that I was truly committed? Well, I spent, on average, if you figure, let's just say, let's just say on average, two, two hours a day, seven days, 14 hours a week is is pretty safe somewhere between 12 to 15 hours a week at the gym that's what my commitment has been lately and and so guess what when you spend 12 to 15 hours at the gym and by the way that's sometimes that's uh, an hour in the morning 
an hour in the afternoon, and then going back for 30 to 45 minutes in the evening. Uh, Sometimes it's two hours and two and a half hours at the gym just in in one session. But the total, on average, anywhere between 12 to 15 hours a week. Basically, I spend, I've I've considered going to the gym kind of like a part-time job, except for the fact that it's, I I hate the word job, uh, because it's been so enjoyable to me. I absolutely have been committed to it, truly committed to it, and as a result of that, one thing that has not been put on the back burner is my workouts. In fact, not only have I maintained my commitment that I will work out six days a week for a minimum of 45 minutes per day every, you know, for the rest of my life. No, that's the minimum. And what's been important to me is to achieve this crazy outlandish goal of of dropping this body fat like crazy and eating healthy and staying within a uh, 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 the right sort of portions and calorie intake for my body and the energy that I desire, the types of foods, and it's been incredible to see the the trend of my weight as I check in on a consistent basis, and whew, it's awesome. So I always have plenty of times for the things I'm truly committed to. What else have I been committed to? I've been committed to spending quality time with my wife, um, not just not just quality time with my wife, but also I've been committed to, truly committed to communicating to my wife in her love language. If you've never heard of the book called The Five Love Languages, I believe it's by a guy named Gary Chapman. Anyway, it's called The Five Love Languages. If you've never read that book and you're married or you have a significant other in your life, I encourage you to get this book. It will radically change the way that you communicate and receive love in your relationship. Uh, But I happen to know what my wife's love language is, and that is acts of service. So one of the things that I've been committed to is uh, I've been committed to doing the dishes on a consistent basis, to making sure that there is never a dirty dish in the house as long as I'm here. So every morning after breakfast, I do the dishes. Every, after after lunch, if we're if there's any lunch that's prepared in our kitchen, after lunch, I do the dishes. After dinner, if there are dishes, I, I do those dishes. And if I think about it, I'm probably doing... I probably invest somewhere between five to seven hours a week in total, maybe a little bit more, maybe five to 10 hours a week doing the dishes. So here we are, 15 hours a week I'm spending uh, at the gym, you know, 10, you know, all of those hours at the gym. Uh, what did I say? I can't even remember now. But anyway, I'm spending all that time at the gym, about a 15-hour week at the gym, about five to 10 hours doing the dishes for my wife and my family. And I'm also, not only that, but every Wednesday afternoon from 12.30 until at least five o'clock, I've completely blocked out for Stephanie. Those that Every Wednesday afternoon, there is no work that is ever scheduled. Nothing is actually ever going to get done in my business on Wednesday afternoon because I I come basically Wednesdays. I get up at five in the morning. Uh, Stephanie and I head to the gym at seven after the kids go to school. We go and work out for at least an hour, 
And then we come home and have breakfast. I do the dishes. And then um, I then lead the morning session of the Next Level Mastermind. And then after that, I have a 30-minute buffer before the Green Room Mastermind, which I facilitate. And that's finished at 11.30 a.m. And then right at 11.30 a.m., Stephanie and I head out the door every Wednesday for lunch. It's, we have a standing lunch date every single week, and we go out for hours just enjoying each other's company. And then I come home. Uh, the kids come home from school and all of that stuff, and we hang out together as a family, and then I go and take a nap for about an hour and a half, and then I get back up, and then I will usually head to the gym and go and work out for about 30 to 45 more minutes. And then I come back and I lead the evening group of the Next Level Mastermind. See, so I'm truly committed to the Next Level Mastermind. Now, the Next Level Mastermind is 90 minutes in the morning, 90 minutes in the evening on Wednesdays. That's what, a total of three hours. Then you got the green room. That's four hours. So four hours a week is devoted every single week to facilitating and leading mastermind groups. So if you add all of this up, 15 hours a week to the gym, five hours of dishes, uh, you know, three hour, four hours of mastermind calls, another four hours with Stephanie every week on our lunch date, not to mention the time, you know, in between, because we, we spend lots of time uh, having breakfast and dinners together and all this other stuff throughout the week when the kids got other things going on. These things are the things that I'm truly committed to. And and of course, you know, free the dream is something that I'm committed to. So there are times when I will commit myself to doing and blocking blocking things out to do that. So I will, for example, I went down to Tennessee for six days. Now, guess what I didn't do when I was in Tennessee? I did not do any of the dishes here at the home. Now, I did do my own dishes while I was in Tennessee, uh, but granted, that was a lot quicker because there was only me and and yeah, you get the idea. But in Tennessee, I didn't do any of the dishes while I was away because I was away. And during the time I was in Tennessee, I did not have that when that particular actually, no, I did I did not miss a Wednesday because I actually left on the Thursday and I came back on a Tuesday and I did that intentionally so I would not interrupt our schedule of weekly lunch uh, dates. So I did actually keep keep that commitment. But the thing is, what I'm saying here, oh, there there are plenty of things that I that are important to me that I did not do while I uh, have accomplished all of these other things. You, there's only so many hours in a week. And by the way, I'm also very committed to sleeping. Uh, and sleeping usually it means for me a minimum of six hours, and I like to get six. I'm sorry, I like to get eight if I can, and sometimes I'm, I'll push myself to have a good 10 hours of sleep, and I uh, have gotten to the place where that once made me feel a little guilty uh, about sleeping so much, but not so much anymore. I, 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 whatever that was, I completely erased the programming that, that said sleeping 10 hours is something to feel guilty about, and I instead see it as a huge blessing in my life and a blessing in my body. And the fact that I have a business that allows me and supports my ability to do that is incredible. So 
Affirmation number one is basically this. I always have plenty of time for all of the things that I'm truly committed to. And I will say the things that I'm truly committed to at this moment. Now, again, I'm going to have plenty of time for things in their appropriate time. There are going to be times when it's like, okay, this is important, this is important, this is important, but what what am I truly committed to? I need to prioritize this. And every now and then, there are going to be some things that just don't get done, at least not right now. And for, I, I will tell you, I do something called intentional, what, what did, uh, it's Rory Vaden wrote a book called Procrastinate on Purpose. And there are times, when, and I've never read the book, by the way, but my friend Michael Stelzner did, and he says it's a great book. And I would imagine, based upon the title, it's about the idea of procrastinating, but doing it on purpose and putting things off that can be put off to the last minute so that when you do that, it's kind of the Parkinson's law. The the amount of time it takes to complete a project will expand to fill the amount of time allotted for that project. And and many times that, that I found that to be true. And so there are some times where I will intentionally put things off or just said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to skip it this week. So, for example, it was on my schedule this past Friday uh, to record another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I did not do that. I did not do that. And it wasn't actually on my schedule to record today, which is Monday, March 19th. Um, I was just going to skip it, and I was going to make it a point to make sure that I had a new episode for you by this Friday. But then today, I just felt inspired. I said, you know what? I just want to go ahead and record. I want to talk about these affirmations about how I process my the things that I'm committed to and the time and where do I devote that time. So I know that I've only shared one thing with you, and I shared a lot of offshoot ideas and Quite frankly, if I'm being truly authentic with you, at 37 minutes and, well, actually, there's a couple seconds off. So I'm wondering, it's like, oh, man, am I just rambling? And the answer to the question is, yes, Cliff, you are just rambling. And you've rambled a lot for the last 15 minutes. This was not planned. And you should probably delete this and just give up and Put out an episode on Friday when you've actually planned out and thought ahead of time all the things you were going to say because this is a train wreck, my friend. By the way, welcome. That's that's the thought process that sometimes goes through my head. I don't know if you ever have those conversations with yourself, but guess what? I just let you in on an inside conversation inside the mind of Cliff Ravenscraft here on the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I am not going to listen to that voice, though. I am instead going to share with you everything that I've shared up until this point, and I'm going to move forward with less rambling from this point forward, all right? So what is the first affirmation? The first one is I've always, I always have plenty of time for all the things I'm truly committed to. And, and obviously, you can't put so many things that you're truly committed to. There's, there's only so much you can do. You need to prioritize and that's why I, I have this qualifier, the things that I'm truly committed to. I can tell you right now, what's always going to get done, my workouts, time with my wife, the dishes, the things that I promise my kids that I'm going to do with them or for them, and, and the next level mastermind, and a couple other projects in my business. 
that they're just a handful of projects. The ne- the Free the Dream Conference, Next Level Workshop. Those those are the things that are going to get accomplished in my business. There's a lot of things that are not going to get my attention. Anyway, the second affirmation. I always make t- time for the things that are most important to me. All right? I always make time for the things that are most important to me. All right? I, it's the, I know it's just a different variation on the first one. But it's true. You make time for the things that are most important. People say, hey, I don't, you know, it's like I want to work out, uh, but I just don't have enough time. And that's not true. Uh, because here's what I can say. Um, it, when, it's, it, when it's important to you, you will make time. Now, I told you there are things that are important to me, like getting a minimum of six hours of sleep. And I like to get more than that on occasion. And when I was in San Diego, I don't think there was a day, uh, I was in San Diego for five days. And in the five days that I was there, I don't think there was a single day that I got more than three hours of sleep. And the and, and by the way, it's not because I couldn't get more than three hours of sleep, because I could. I could have actually got in my minimum of six hours of sleep that I desire. But do you know what's more, what's most important to me between working out and, and burning off that body fat so that I can get to 200 pounds. Uh, do you know what was more important than six hours of sleep? Working out. That's exactly right. So, so what happened was, um, you know, my, I, 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 I mentioned earlier that I, or did, I can't remember if I actually mentioned in this take or if it was in another take that I hired a, somebody to shadow me at Social Media Marketing World have no clue. That might have been in an episode that got dumped. This is like the fourth time I've tried to record this. And yes, there was some of those conversations inside the Mino Cliff Ravenscraft where that voice did win. This is the one that, <laughs> this is crazy. Oh my gosh, what a train wreck. But um, yeah, I'm still moving forward. You guys are getting this episode. And I know that some of you are going to write and say, man, that was one of my favorite episodes. And some of you are going to leave me a nice one-star review. And I'm I'm totally cool with that. Um, because if you're, yeah, th- this is who I am. This is the real me. Um, where was I? So, so yeah, it's, I, I woke up. There were many times where I woke up. I went to bed at uh I went to lay down at 12 o'clock and I know that I was still awake at 1 a.m and I got up at four o'clock in the morning because I had commitment a hard commitment to be somewhere at 8 a.m to meet somebody actually at 7 30 and so for me to to get into the gym and work out for 90 minutes in the morning means that I'd have to be up at four. I wanted to be in the in the workout facility of the hotel. I, I think I stayed at the Marriott Marquis. And so 4.30 in the morning, I'm in the exercise facility. Uh, and then that's 4.30 to 5.30 to 6. So I'm there till 6. And then, of course, going back, taking a shower, getting re- dressed, ready for the day. And I think I met Jack, who was my shadow, my you know assistant that I hired for to to shadow me at Social Media Marketing World, which I don't think I talked to you guys about in this episode, in this version of this episode. But anyway, uh, I had somewhere to be at seven thirty in the morning. Uh, now, if I went to fell asleep right around one o'clock in the morning. And I got six hours of sleep and got up, what would that be, seven o'clock? Could I get up, 
uh, take a shower the night before, get up and and get dressed and be able to meet by 7.30? Yes. And in times in the past, that's exactly what I would have done. But what was most important to me was working out for 90 minutes. And I wanted to work out a minimum. Actually, I worked out a minimum of 90 minutes every day. I was in San Diego. And so because of that, I will tell you, I always make time for the things that are most important to me. And if, if if it didn't happen then, I would have actually skipped, I would have blocked out two hours within my day somewhere within that 20, within, within each 24-hour period of time because it's what's most important. It was what's most important. It's my main focus, the, the thing that I'm truly committed to, and there's always plenty of time for the thing that I'm truly committed to at any given point in time in my life. All right, so those are two affirmations. Here's the third one. My goal in life is not to manage time, but to always be living a fulfilling life devoted to consistent growth and contribution. I'm going to read that to you one more time. I, I Actually, I'm going, I'm going to paraphrase it in this way, and I'm going to just say this. At this season of my life, and I, and I perhaps will revisit this later, but at this moment in time in my life, in this season of my life right now, I could care less about time management. I do not care about time management. What I'm most concerned about is making sure that the life that I'm living right now is a fulfilling life. And, 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 and fulfillment means happiness. The, for me, fulfillment means that I'm growing and I'm contributing to others. Um, so let, let me read the whole thing to you. My, my goal in life is not to manage time, but to always be living a life fully devoted to, or, I'm sorry, to be living a fulfilling life devoted to consistent growth and contribution. Now, for me, consistent growth and contribution, these are very critical components to my zone of genius. And I will tell you that a lot of those hours spent at the gym are spent in personal development and professional development growth time. These are times when I'm consistently taking in a lot of new information, insights, valuable assets that are radically transforming my mind on a daily basis that are powerfully transforming my life from the inside out and in such a way that people are consistently asking Cliff, how on earth can I get some of that? And I'm able to turn around and take people who are interested in learning from me the things that I've learned and how I've pieced all these different pieces of information from all these, how I've distilled down all this information from all these resources and found ways to apply them to life in a practical way that is about, that, that each of us can live out these things on a consistent basis and, and live the life of our dreams. Uh, I'm able to take that information and contribute, to give to others, to, to share with others. So my goal in life is no longer to manage time, but I just want to make sure that with whatever time I'm experiencing at this moment in time, am I living right now, am I living a fulfilled life at this moment in time in my life? And am I 
do I see this as an opportunity for me to either grow personally or professionally or can I contribute to others or is it possible to do both? Can I actually be growing while contributing to others? Um, and contributing to others can be my clients, but it can also be my wife. It can be my kids. There, growth is not just taking in new books and, and audio programs from you know all of the, the leaders that I follow, but personal growth is, is actually uh, shrinking my physical body. It's, it's pushing, basically becoming the master of my physical body these are these are things that I'm investing lots and lots of time into beyond I mean it, it, I mean massive amounts of time are being poured into my personal and professional growth and also to contributing to others and I'm not so concerned right now in this season of life with managing my time and it leads me to the next uh, it, it leads me to, the, I'm going to share with you now the, the fifth one. This is, if you were listening at the beginning, this is the fifth one that I added to the list that, that occurred to me that it would be good to pull out of my daily affirmation file. Here it is. I'm always at the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Even, by the way, if that's not according to how I scheduled it. Now, I'm not saying that I have given up on scheduling my day and time blocking. I, I do those things. I, 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 I think it's crazy for, I mean, it's not so much that I don't manage my time. I do. I do put things on the schedule. I make commitments at, to be at certain places at certain times and all that good stuff. But it's not my goal in life to be a consistent manager of time. But I, I, I like to think that I allow myself the flexibility of planning with the ability for me to, to allow whatever may come to, to change the plan. Uh, it, 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 it's, you know, there's something internally in me that, that wants to fight against that but it's not. I, I mean, okay, mentally, I believe, but in my heart, I've learned that, you know what? It really doesn't matter. If, if there's, it, I, right now, wherever I'm at, when I'm at the gym and I've been at the gym for, you know, two hours and I've got another 30 minutes in me on the Stairmaster, right now, I'm at the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And if I come home and my plan was to grab a shower, get dressed, and come down and do something in my business, and I walk in the door and Stephanie says, hey, I have to run and do this. Matthew's getting off work at such and such. Can you go and pick him up for me? And I'm like, yes, I can. I can do that for you. Because that's her love language. And of course, because, well, I'm also his parent as well. So I should probably contribute a little bit there. Hey, grow that contribution. So um, yeah, I can do that for you. And and so on the way to go do this errand for Stephanie, even though I just spent two and a half hours at the gym, guess what? At that moment in time, I'm at the right place, doing the at the right time, doing the right thing. And th- for me, what I love about this affirmation also is it's it's gives me this freedom to always be mindful about living in the moment. 
experiencing this moment. Don't wish this moment away. Every moment we have is a gift from God. At least that's my belief. And and it's a precious resource. Wow, I have another affirmation that I could pull up. I'm going to pause and go pull that one up. And I got it. So now you're now now you're going to get six affirmations. And and for me to be able to do that and try to fit this within an hour, let me just go ahead and and share with you where we at. So um, I'm I'm always at the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. Summary: Live in the moment, enjoy the moment, don't wish it away. All right, that's what I'm telling myself when I hear this affirmation, or when I see this affirmation, or when I read this affirmation. All right, the next one I want to share with you. My time, money, energy, ability, and reputation are my most valued assets. And a key emphasis on time and energy and ability, okay? But, I, but so with the key emphasis on time and energy at least, I want you to hear this again. My time, money, energy, ability, and reputation are my most valued assets. I invest these assets with the right clients, prospects, associates, and friends. And of course, I think it's just obvious that I also invest those with my wife and my kids, and they come first, okay? Uh, So that's uh, affirmation number five, and here's affirmation number six. There are so many demands for my attention in life. I am committed to deciding in advance what I'm going to focus on so that I'm not controlled by the focus of someone or something else. I'm going to read that one for you one more time as well. And by the way, I'll put these six affirmations in the show notes over at thecliffravenscraftshow.com slash 538, or you can just type in cliffravenscraftshow.com dot com slash five three eight so the cliff ravenscraft show dot com slash five three eight the show notes will have all six of these affirmations but the final affirmation is there are so many demands for my attention in life i am committed to deciding in advance what i'm going to focus on so that my life is not controlled by the focus of someone or something else These affirmations have been profound as far as their impact in my life on a day-to-day basis. Things that I have not been committed to lately, I just looked. There are 31 tasks in the past three weeks that have been completely taken off of my to-do list and taken out of my calendar. They were blocked They had times allotted to them, and when that day and that time came, I chose to say, you know what, right now I'm at the right place at the right time doing the right thing, and I'm going to continue to be here at this place right now doing this thing. And what was on my calendar, I'm looking at it, you know what, that's not the most important thing right now. That's not what I'm truly committed to. Right now, I'm truly committed to this over that, and so that's getting put off. So guess what? There are 31 tasks, 31 things that had time blocks in the last three weeks, 31 things that did not get done in three weeks' time. 
So the question, if you were to ask me, Cliff, my gosh, how do you get everything done? And the answer is, I go back to what I said at the beginning. I don't. You know, I my friends purchased these tickets to go to Unleash the Power Within with me in Chicago, and uh, it took me several weeks to put all the thing, all the details together, and got all that stuff. And while right as we were heading out to San Diego, they purchased their tickets, and I'm like, oh, awesome! I'm going to do that. And it was one of those things that was on my to-do list every day when I was in San Diego. And then it was, you know, on my list of things to do the day I got back. And then, you know, the day, the Wednesday when I had my mastermind calls and my lunch date with Stephanie. And, and then uh, the Thursday I left for my six-day writing retreat. And it was on my list every day while I was in Gatlinburg on my writing retreat. And guess what? It got put off. It got put off. It got put off. And by the way, just in case Ray, uh, which I know Ray knows. Actually, Mark knows as well now. But anyway, I, I finally did that today. <laughs> it only took me 19 days after the rest of the guys did it. But it's done now. Uh, so I did that. Uh, but you know what? Guess what I haven't done? I haven't done a big, huge marketing push for the Next Level Workshop. Um, there's, It's been on my list of things to do to do the next round of marketing for the Next Level Mastermind. I still have three spots open in the morning group, uh, and I have six spots open in the evening group of the Next Level Mastermind. I know exactly what I want to do to promote it. Uh, it was very successful for me to create a webinar uh, it's on my list of things to do, and it actually it's been pulled off of my things to do. Um, it, and and I'm going to go through this list of 31 tasks that are like that, 31 different tasks, and of those 31, only about five or six of them are going to make it back onto a scheduled block of time within the next seven to 10 days. Because guess what? If it's gone this long and not been done then it's not something I'm truly committed to. And you know what? I always have plenty of time for all the things I'm truly committed to. I always make time for the things that are most important to me. My goal in life is not to manage my time, but to always be living a fulfilling life devoted to consistent growth and contribution. I'm always at the right place, at the right time, doing the right thing. My time... Money, energy, ability, and reputation are my most valued assets. I invest these assets with the right clients, prospects, associates, and friends. And there are so many demands for for my attention in life that I'm committed to deciding in advance what I'm going to focus on so that my life is not controlled by the focus of someone or someone else. And that's probably why right now there are over 95 emails that the, and by the way, there's more than 95 emails, but 95 individual human beings waiting for some sort of response. These are people who have follow-up questions about things that they've been interacting with me with, uh, lots of requests for different information. Can you help me with this? That, that kind of stuff. And normally, I, I've been an inbox zero kind of guy. And it's actually blocked out. I do have a time block for tomorrow on Tuesday, March 20th. I've got, a, I think, a four-hour window to see if I can knock out 95 emails. I think, I, okay, I know I can do it. Parkinson's Law says that the time that it takes to complete that project will expand to the amount of time that I give it, and therefore, I'm going to, after now, procrastinating on purpose. If you are one of the 95 people waiting for me to e- respond to your email, and yes, I do see the three follow-up requests that some of you have sent, 
I'll get to you. But for the past three weeks, I've been doing the things I've been truly committed to. And as a result of that, I had an enjoyable, relaxing uh, time in the Smoky Mountains for six days writing out my talks, which will be the most powerful talks that I'll probably ever deliver, at least up to this point in my life. And I can't wait for the Free the Dream conference, freethedream.live. Again, that's freethedream.live if you want to see the sales page for that conference. It's coming up September 7th, 8th, and 9th. Of course, I also, because I put, you know, the things that were important to me, I I was working out physically fit and I was fully engaged with hundreds of people in San Diego. Hours spent in the gym towards achieving my fitness goal of being, you know, finally again under 200 pounds and of course 180 here I come. So the, those 15 to 20 hours a week at the gym get or 10 to 15 hours a week at the gym, they're not going away. No, I'm going to be 180 pounds or less when I stand on the stage to give my keynote address at the Free the Dream conference. In fact, I plan on having a maybe, okay, this just came to me, so the plan wasn't there. But now that I think of it, I may actually have the scale on the stage so that I can weigh in at 180 pounds uh, or less. That would be awesome. Uh, so a little accountability there. All right, and then uh, quality time with my wife and kids and hours spent. I mean, count, guys, if you only knew how many hours I've been spending in personal growth and development, just just soaking in uh, new conditioned thoughts and beliefs about who I am and what I'm able to achieve in this world. And I do that so that I can come to you guys and share what I've learned and what I've proven in my own life to be true so that I can be a valuable resource in the content that I bring to you in hopes that I will always create content that's entertaining, educational, encouraging, and that inspires you to become more of who you've been created to be. Real quickly, If you're interested in filling one of those three spots in the Next Level Mastermind, that's nextlevelmastermind.info. Head over there. That's the sales page for the Next Level Mastermind. Again, that's nextlevelmastermind.info. Maybe once I get to, if I get three more members, I'll go ahead and get the .com domain. But uh, anyway, nextlevelmastermind.info if you want to... uh, think about joining us for the Next Level Mastermind. It is incredible. Uh, All the details there. Uh, April 6th and 7th, just in a couple weeks, if you are not consistently making $10,000 per month, every single month minimum, every single month in your business venture, and even if you're just getting started, which is the best time to take the Next Level Workshop, uh, but if, obviously, for those of you who have been struggling t- with making less than $10,000 a month consistently in your business, head over to the nextlevelworkshop.live. That's here in the Next Level Studio in my home uh, for a day and a half of very intense workshop training. Inside of my zone of genius, I want to help transform your approach to business. All right. And we're going to help you create a responsible and profitable business. And by the way, Um, One of the things that's been on my task list for a very long time is on the sales page, it says, do you want to build a business around your podcasting efforts? By the way, no podcast required. And in fact, if you don't have a podcast yet, 
uh, or even if you never plan on having one. But if you plan on having one and you don't have a podcast yet, you're actually in a better position than anyone who already has a podcast. It's been on, it's one of the 31 tasks that has been taken off of my list of things to do. But nextlevelworkshop.live, L-I-V-E, is where you can go to sign up for that. It's April 6th and 7th here in the studio. And again, uh, if you want to see the free The Dream conference sales page for the very first time, which by the way, it's not completely finished yet, but you can purchase your tickets. Uh, there's there's as, there's enough information on there for you to really get a good grasp of what the conference is, when it is, and, um, and if you have any questions after seeing that page and purchasing your tickets, you can always email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com with any questions you have. But uh, I, I will, it, that's free the dream sales page. The additional information that needs to go on there will be, some, will be one of the tasks that goes on within the next seven to 10 days. But anyway, that's at freethedream.live. And by the way, freethedream.live no longer goes to putting your name on the waiting list. It's actually a live sales page that you can actually go and buy tickets. So check it out. Those are the three things. Nextlevelmastermind.info nextlevelworkshop.live and ne- and freethedream.live. All of those will be in the show notes links over at thecliffravenscraftshow.com slash 538. I have now rambled enough and there is no way I'm going to talk myself out of publishing this episode. Uh, and so to make sure that that happens, I'm going to hit stop run this through my secret sauce in Adobe Audition, upload it to Lipson, and publish this thing before I can talk myself out of it. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do in life to the next level.